0: Hello, and welcome to Cousin Chat, where we talk about what matters. I'm Donna, and today I have the pleasure of chatting with the owner and creator of Smithwick Solutions, LLC. Please welcome professional organizer, life coach, and childhood friend, Regina Smithwick. Regina, say hello to the people. Hello, hello, people, how are you doing? I'm happy to be here today, Donna, thank you. Oh, I'm so glad to have you. Thank you for joining me today. You know, um, uh, I wanna jump right on into it. So uh, a lot of people um, start different uh, companies or go to different endeavors based on what their interests are. Mm -hmm. What made you decide to become a professional organizer? I always
1: had the niche or or the niche of organization. Always. I I never liked clutter. I always was getting rid of stuff. I was always cleaning my room. I always had it. But what really made me realize what I had, the gift of organization is after I had my twins.
0: Okay.
1: It, It just put me in a whole nother bracket because you have to be organized when you have two babies. It's like everything's a system. Everything's a process. So as I started mastering, I realized that I kind of like it. I used to step back and look at it like a masterpiece. Like I used to see something and I'll go back like, oh, this painting is nice. Like the room is perfect. All the pampers are here. The wipes are here. The thing is here. I can go boom, 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 boom. You know, it made everything seamless. Mm -hmm. And so I started realizing I enjoyed it. And so now it's like, okay, I like this. I kind of put it to the side for a while, but then when you know we turned that big 5-0 last year. Okay. Um, you kind of like, okay, <laughs> I need to live on my and my purpose. Yeah, you know, yeah. instead of me trying to take a square and fit it into a circle peg, do what comes naturally to you and you enjoy doing if you get paid or don't. You know, that's the key. Right. So when I decided to do that, I went and got serious about this, and this is like my five-year plan. Because, you know, we're getting close to that retirement age. So I wanted to have something that I enjoyed doing before, you know, as I retire. Right. I could control this. I could do it when I feel like it. I love it. It's extra income, another stream that we all need. It just
0: worked hand in hand. It was perfect. Perfect. Right. So along with the um, organizing, you are also a certified life coach. Am I correct?
1: You are correct. And it's funny that a lot of people don't get the correlation of it and it makes so much sense i took the class and be certified because organization is a mental state when people have stuff in their house and clutter a lot of times it's attached to emotions you know it could be they're depressed um they had a loss you know a lot of people attach their emotions to things and you have to kind of help people understand and let those things go because the thing that they're holding on is technically in their heart. is not in that tangible item. You can hold on to a couple pieces for memory purposes. But if somebody passed away, you don't need a full closet of their clothes. You don't need to keep every little piece that they have in the house because they don't want you to move on. But keep something that's really important to you and, you know, make a little shrine or put it in, into a frame or something. That's great. But you don't need a whole house full of people's stuff when they leave the world.
0: Is that difficult for you to help people to understand who, like those that you've tried to help organize, is that a difficult concept to get through to them? Like, you've got to let some of this stuff go. And do they realize, is it hard for them to realize that it's attached to their heart and not necessarily something that they need, things that they need to keep?
1: What I usually do is have a a conversation with them at first so we can talk about it. I don't like to just spring up in your house, go, hey, let's get rid of this and that. Oh. <laughs> I like to talk to you beforehand and see what what's your vision? What do you mm-hmm. see coming from this? How can I help you? I'm here to help you. I'm not here to tell you what to do, but I wanna see where you wanna go. Okay, so you're telling me you wanna clean out all this stuff, but when we get through it, it's kind of like, oh, I need to keep that. Oh, I need to keep. Well, this is the reason why we're at where we at, because of what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. We talked about this. You wanna get rid of it. So we gotta start talking about. Out of the seven pieces, can we just keep one and give it the six? And as they start seeing the progress and start seeing their stuff clear out, their mind clears at the same time. Their space clears. Your mind and your space is connected. When you have a clean space, you got a clear mind. You could think. I believe that. Yeah. How can
0: you, how can you think in chaos? How can you? You can't. You can't. Not well. Like not with total clarity. You just adapted to it. Yeah.
1: you're doing well in it. You just adapted to it. That's different, right? So you right. got to teach people. That's where the the, the life coaching life. comes with that.
0: So and and I'm glad you brought that up because when people think, okay, life coach, some people might just think of just somebody to give you advice and kind of help tell you what to do, whatever. So since I give good advice, I could be a life coach, but it's deeper than that.
1: It's so much deeper because life coaching, you taking yourself out of this emotion, okay. Mm-hmm. When you're talking to a girlfriend, you talking like I'm giving my opinion, this is what I think you should do. You should know because you feel more attached to them emotionally. When you're a life coach, and you got to kind of take yourself out of it and kind of put yourself in a transparent state that you're listening to them and you go, Okay, so how did that make you feel? Okay, so you don't like that feeling, so what can you do to change that feeling? You open questions, so the they, they they doing the work, you're just kind of guiding them.
0: Right. It requires a lot of self-reflection.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a good point. Yep. That's
0: what it well, is. Speaking of good points, you make a lot of them when you do your <laughs> Facebook live conversation. So I want to go there. Okay. Um, you do Facebook live conversations called Let's Talk.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What made you decide to do that or to hold those conversations with different panels and panelists? It was a vision I had. I just had a vision and it's it started off with Valentine's Day.
1: I will talk to my girlfriends. Actually, the ones that are on my on my show right now, my um, mm-hmm. I, I call them the Let's Talk Crew." Um, okay. Well, Andrea, her name is Andrea. I call her cookies a nickname. Andrea and Carla, and I say, you know what? For the single women that's out here on Valentine's Day, the world makes you feel that you are less than if you don't have a significant other on that day. The commercialization of the holiday is so crazy that it will program you you're, you're programmed to think something's wrong with you if you're single and I really was like, we need to do something let's talk about that, let's put it out there and let people know that it's just a day it's not that serious, like you're still who you are on the 13, 14, and 15th it doesn't supposed to make you feel that way, but you know you gotta understand that we are programmed commercialization is real yeah. like when we step out of our mother's womb they already telling you something already that, you know Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, the like <laughs> everything is taught to you like that and you grow up and you don't question nothing. You nothing. just do what the system tells you to do. Like the matrix, right? Same kind of concept. You mm-hmm. just do what people tell you because that's what the other, your mother did and their mother did and their mother did. So nobody never questions anything. Everybody thinks everything is just okie dokie. And it's not. You need to question, why do you believe in that? Why do you like that? Why is Jared telling you that you're not special because somebody didn't propose to you on 14? You know, they need their money. They're not worrying about your feelings. That's the reason why Jared don't say, go buy your sister a ring or go buy your best friend a ring. They don't, because there's no money in that. The money's in the couple. Mm -hmm. So in that, they just breaking down people, shredding their emotions and feelings just to get to that dollar. And we feed into it. And that was the reason why I decided to do that show. And from that show, people said, that was a good show. You should do others. You do others, you know. And before you know it, I'm, you know, I'm down. I'm, well, episode seven.
0: And that's how it goes. That's how it goes. You know, you put it out there. There's an interest. And so mm-hmm. people are tuning in. Mm-hmm. And I know we've talked about uh, about it before, the fact that it's clean. And that was mm-hmm. important to you. Just as this podcast, it's important for me also that it be clean. Um, But why was that such a big deal for you that it be clean? Because, you know, to keep it, you know, real, the conversations that you have had, like the topics, they could go in another direction if the speakers Mm -hmm. took it there. Mm -hmm. Right. So Mm -hmm. because people, you know, get in their feelings when you talk about certain Mm -hmm. topics and your topics have been excellent. So what made it so important to you to just keep this platform clean? Why was that so important? The world
1: has enough of everything else. It sure did. The world has enough of that. We we good. Like they said, we Gucci. We don't need all that. <laughs> Y'all can have that, all that gossip and talking. I feel that God had put this on me to do this platform. He gave me the vision, and I'm not going to do him wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sell him out and I'm not going to do him wrong. We are too old for that now. We know better. We almost know. We are half a century old. We know better. We know the consequences of selling out God. We know the consequences will happen when you don't do what he told you to do and you try to do it your way. That was halfway my issue was always trying to do it my way and not doing his way. I vowed that I would never, never go straight from where I'm starting from. You know, there's no cursing on my show. I let people know that please refrain, no cursing. I said, we're not going to gossip. We're not going to talk about personal people. We're not going to mention people's names. We're going to talk about situations. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about your truth because nobody can tell you what your truth is. Right. If you want to tell us that you almost, you know, jumped over a bridge one time, that's your truth, you could tell me that. But we're not going to talk about other people and we're going to try to stay as transparent as possible. That's right. Because I want to... Right. Because I don't want it to be a situation that you got people commenting on... You know, no, that's right. No, we're not debating. It's not a debating series. No. You tell your truth. Nobody could tell you your truth is wrong or right. And I always say this is a platform for you to ponder and take out what you can and what you don't, leave it. We don't care. We just want to throw you some information so you could take what you need to take out of it. And I'm hoping it'll help you see things differently. We just want to open up people's minds right. and see different things that they never saw before. That's why we have the topics of interracial couples. Well, that's why we have the topic of PWIs and HBCUs. Because we want to let you see everything so you could take what you want to take out of it. Right. And hopefully you learn something out of
0: and it. And you can respectfully disagree with someone. Everything doesn't have to become a nope. shouting match or an attitude thing. It doesn't have to go there. There is so much negativity out there already. And on social media, we don't have to add to it. And so mm-hmm. I look at it the same way that you do. You know, mm-hmm. we have our conversations. I do my entre- entrepreneur spotlight, which is what this is. And, you know, <laughs> just just different conversations. Therapy, mm-hmm. the HBCUs, just different conversations. And you can provide um, different perspectives. Right. You know, I went to an HBCU. You went to an HBCU. Mm-hmm. But there could be another perspective on HBCUs that maybe you never so- thought of, or I never looked at something that way, but it comes through conversation.
1: Right, And the perfect thing you said was when um, PWIs was telling us that they kind of get more black culture than we do because we take advantage okay. of the fact that we all black and we just say well you know you're black I'm black, it's all black <laughs> let's go to class we don't think about like they say look we gotta get the black, we gotta do the black history classes we got cultural centers because they want to make sure they keep their blackness while they're in this right. world of PWI they get more in depth than we do, and we are full of blackness. I never, I never thought of it that it, way. It's so, so
0: interesting. I, I, I believe it. I was on a workshop yesterday, PD about Juneteenth, and it mm-hmm. was a white professor, a white, a white gentleman, mm-hmm. and his co teacher or assistant was mm-hmm. white as well. That was one of the most informative presentations <laughs> I've seen on Juneteenth in my life, and I was just sitting back like, oh my god, <laughs> are You was ashamed, shame, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it was so informative. And he knew what he was talking about. And he went to the documents and went back and traced the history. And I mean, it was really, it was excellent. And then I thought about it. I was like, well, never mind. That's another conversation that we can have on another day. But it, but but, it, it, but it makes you think, right? It does. That's
1: yes. the whole point of Let's Talk. We just want yes. you to think. We're not trying to change your mind. Just think. That's all we ask you to do. That's it. And long as we keep that, you know, people like me and you that's doing these type of shows, long as we keep that vision in our mind and realize that God got us and he's going to make sure we are taken care of. Don't worry about the likes and the comments and don't worry about how many people saw your video. Right. God's going to know when it's time for you to do your thing. And when it does, it's going to happen like this. And you're going to feel, I can go to sleep at night because I did it the right way.
0: I didn't sell nothing out I make it happen. I concur and receive that 100% because it is easy to get discouraged when you think that progress should be a little bit more than what it is at a certain point, mm-hmm. but that's okay. You just have to remain steadfast and keep doing what you know is right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, guys, thank you so much for hanging with us today. Um, If you want to follow Cousin Chat Podcast, you can do that on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also listen to our episodes on CousinChat.com, that's C-U-Z-N-C-H-A-T.com, and we always leave people with a takeaway, and so my takeaway for today would be like just, you know, if you have a dream or you have a goal or something you really feel strongly about, especially if it's a passion, don't just sit on it. At least make some steps to at least start it, even if you don't turn it into a business right away. But now if that's your ultimate goal, then go for it. But even if it's not your goal initially to start a business with your passion, just start it. What makes you happy? Like, like Regina said earlier, even if you don't get paid for this thing, like a podcast, (laughs) what makes you, (laughs) what makes you do it like and, and enjoy it so much? And so my, my takeaway is to just think about it and really start getting to work on it, you know, and don't let it just just sit. You know, if you have time and the resources to just start working in your passion, then do it. Regina, um, do you have an a, another takeaway or anything to add to that?
1: I'm going to add right on top of yours, just like icing on the cake. Why not you? That's right why not you why why can you not do what everybody's not everybody's doing why can't you do what you have that passion to do why everybody else have passions everybody else is doing their thing and living their best lives and being happy and you're not is it because of fear is it because somebody told you you could not or you set in a mindset that you can't you can't make a million dollars why can't you not there's tons of people out there doing it why can't you have a million dollars if you want that if you don't put it in the universe and you want the universe is going to give you back what you asked for if you don't ask for it you're not going to get it so you definitely have to know your why and then why not you
0: excellent excellent takeaway but I cannot end this chat before letting people know how they can contact you uh, Regina if you want to reach out to her for her services either as a um organizer professional organizer or life coach she can be reached at um www.smithwicksolutions.com or you can email her at smithwicksolutions at gmail.com and that's smithwick s is in sam m is in mary i t h w i c k solutions Okay. Gosh, Regina, thank you again for joining me today. Oh, it's been I- a pleasure,
1: Donna. Been a Hopefully pleasure. I'll
0: have you back on here again. I love it. I'll be back. All right. Well, um, until we come back to our next chat, I'm Donna. I'm Regina. And this has been another episode of Cousin Chat. All right. Take it easy, everybody. Be blessed. bye
1: Bye-bye.